the end of the days. That's right. Let's let's go preach up with that Revelation chapter one and seven. Come. The book of Revelation, chapter one and verse seven. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. Read. And they also which pierced him in all kings. Hold it, hold it. So it says, and they that pierced him. Come. So how they that pierced him are going to appear at that time? That's right. Well, how is that even possible? <laughs> well, because they're going to be regenerated, come back again, and they will witness, and and all things will come back to their memory. And they'll remember, but it is he that we slain on the cross. That's right. He comes now in a chariot. Gonna, it's going to freak them out. Go on, sir. And they also which pierced him in all kindreds of the earth shall wail. And all what? In all kindreds of the earth shall wail. All nations of the earth are going to begin to bawl profusely. Now, let's go to, to be finished that. Because of him, even so, amen. Amen. All right, let's go to Revelation chapter 11 and 11 and so as we discuss. I just really wanted to give a precept to that to help those who have a challenge with that last clause there. All right. Revelation chapter 11 and verse 11. And after three days and a half. Now, now watch it. It says after three days and a, a half. Okay. That's tying in directly with Daniel chapter 12. And what did we read? What verse did we read? Verse 12. Come on. Read on. Come. And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them. All right, now watch this now. After three days and a half, the spirit of life from Yahweh entered into them. Come. Now, that, by the way, is speaking about us. The seven, we'll, we'll touch it again, but the seven, jump into quick, let's back up a little bit for some fun. So that 1,000, let's go back to that 1,000. That 1,290 days, that that we're reading is dealing with coming up to the time, what we're reading here in the book of Revelations, chapter 11 and 11. Because that's covering the three and a half years. Because there's seven years of tribulation. That's what we're reading here. Hmm. Three and a half years of that is what was happening and where our people ended up. Our people are now awakening to who they are. That's so heavy. I, I, it just it, it baffles the mind. But but let's read it again. Read verse eleven again, please. Uh, Revelation chapter eleven and verse eleven. And after three days, and they have the spirit of life from God entered into them, and they stood upon their feet, and God selected, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. So in order to get that. Hold 11, go to Ezekiel chapter 37. <clears throat> I 
did say I was going to keep this light, but sometimes you, you feel led to go and you know, get caught up in the uh, inertia of this. Yes, sir. Come. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 37 and verse 14. And shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live. So, now, the spirit has awoken his people. And shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Read. Then shall ye know that I, the Most High, have spoken it, and performed it, saith the Most High. Saith the Most High. So he has done this. He made this happen. Now remember, uh, if we jump back, jump back to verse 9, uh, first of all. Come, Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 9. Then said he unto me, prophesy. Do what? Prophesy. Unto the wind. So speak to the wind. Go on. Prophesy, son of man. Go on. And say to the wind, Thus saith the Most High God, Come from the four winds. So the four winds is dealing with the four corners of the earth where our people are scattered. The primary place where our people are scattered and have been in a dead state is right here in what they call today the United States of America, okay. which is Babylon the Great. And so it said, prophesy and, and finish. Come, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. The breath now is speaking about the laws have been breathed into us. Come. And we're now awoken to the laws and we're now keeping his laws, statutes, and his commandments. Wow. Sure, we, we can get quite heavy with this, can't we? So, and I promised that I was going to take my time, but all right, so so then jump down, if you please. Oh, in fact, uh, read verse 10. Go ahead. Come, verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me. Go on. And the breath came into them, and they lived. And they what? And, and they, they lived. lived. Go on. And stood up upon their feet. Stood up upon their feet. Go on. An exceeding great army. And they were, became what? An exceeding great army. And we became an exceeding army great army. That's right. Go on. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. I didn't say some. It said the whole house That's right. of Israel. Go on. Behold, they say our bones are dry. They said that we were dead. Go on. And our hope is lost. They said that we were cut off. Go on. We are cut off for our part from our land. Go on. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them, Read. Thus saith the Most High God, Behold, O my people, Read. I will open your grave. The places that had you shut up, Read. and cause you to come up out of your grave. You're going to burst out and everyone's going to become afraid of you. Come. How are these dead men now living? How are they speaking the way that they're speaking? Read. And bring you into the land of Israel. Come. Right. Oh, we better behave. It's not to stir your spirit. All right. So, when we look at this now, um, to get further clarity, um, let's see, let's see. 
So Israel is being awoken and we're coming into the truth. And as we're awakening them coming into this truth, um, it, it is causing those who are around us to become concerned. And that's why now there is this force that's being developed. Because remember, Esau didn't mind you whilst you were still cooning and acting like a buffoon. But now you're no longer acting like a buffoon. You are now upright men. You now have your beards, and you're not you're not looking like a boy anymore. You're looking like a man. And now you're standing up, and the sisters are standing up also. They're looking at both male and female, becoming afraid of them. And they see what is this strange apparel they're wearing? That's right. What are these fringes? What are these zitzits? Oh, they know what they are. But the thing is, they're on the wrong group of people. Mm -hmm. So now they have concern about that. Khan? All right. So when we look further now, let's go back to Daniel, if you please. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9. And let's begin reading. For time purposes, I I have to kind of um, watch my time. Daniel chapter 9, and let's read from verse 27. Let's, let's get some clarity there. Huh. The book of Daniel, chapter 9, and verse 27. Go on. And he shall confirm. He shall what? And he, he shall, shall confirm. confirm. And he shall confirm. Go on. The covenant with many for one week. So, with many for one week. Now, in one week, there is how many days in one week? Seven. Seven. So that would really denote 700 years. Right? And so it says here, and read it again, officer. Daniel chapter uh, 9, verse 27. He shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. For one week. One week being 700 years. Come on. Then watch it. Read slowly, please. And in the midst. Hold it. Now, in the midst of the week, which is now three and a half days, which is 350 years. Go on. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice. So now he's going to cause a sacrifice. Go on. And the oblation. And the oblation to cease. Go on. And for the over uh, spreading of the abomination. There it is. And for the overspreading of abominations, read, he shall make it. Desolate. He shall make it desolate. Read. Even unto the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. On the desolate. So Esau will try to cut us off, cut us down, and he is trying to uh, uh, execute or exterminate the real Jews from coming back into existence that the world will see them. Because you've got to catch this. This is going to be headline news everywhere. CNN is going to say, 
ladies and gentlemen, we've just got breaking news. <laughs> Those who claim to be Jews are really not. It appears from the evidence of the fact that we have the real Jews. They were once called African American and once called Negro and even at times called Black. But now they are the Jews. And when the world knows this, you think this is going to make you safe? This is setting you up to be a target because now when you go shopping, they're going to be looking at you. You too? You go shopping, you go back to your job. You too? It's going to change the whole dynamics of your position in society. Are you ready for this? Can you take it when it begins to get worse and worse and worse? Can you take it? You have to say to yourself, I can do all things through the Amashiach that strengthens me. Khan? Khan? Getting heavy. How much time we got? How much time we got? All right. Let's, let's see if we can work with this a little bit. Let's go back to Matthew again. Let's go back there. I know we've been going back and forth to Matthew, but again, I like to do that to make sure that those who are watching online are getting this. No point me just teaching to those that are here and those who are online are missing it. Let's read it again, please. The book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 15. Read. When ye, therefore, shall see the abomination of desolation. Read. Spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Daniel the prophet. Go on. Stand in the holy place. Go on. Whoso readeth, let him understand. You must have understanding. You must have it. Daniel chapter 12, if you please. And let's read it again. Verse 10. Let's go. Daniel chapter 12 and verse 10. Many shall be purified. Many shall be what? Many shall be purified. Go on. And made white. And made white. Go on. And tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly. But the wicked are going to do wickedly, as they've always done. Let's go back to First Maccabees. Let's let's prove that point. Case and point there. Let's go. And let's begin reading at verse uh, First Maccabees chapter one and verse forty-one. The book of First Maccabees chapter one and verse forty-one. Read. Moreover, King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom, read that all should be one people. One people. Uh, there's a reason behind it. Beware of Greeks bearing gifts. Read. And everyone should leave his laws. So all the heathen... Let's go back and read that again and slow it down just a tad. Come. Read. And everyone should leave his laws. So the laws that was given to you, leave them. Drop that. No, don't drop it. Just hold it. Go to Psalms 147. I'll go to verse. And let's read that. Please begin at verse 18. Come. The book of Psalms, chapter 147 and verse 19. Go on. It reads, he showeth his word go. unto Jacob. Read 18. Verse 18. He sendeth out his word. He did what? He sendeth out his word. He sent out his word. Go on. And melteth. And, uh, hold it. 
He sent out his word and did what with it? It melted them. Go on. He causes his wind to blow. Read. And the waters to flow. Go on. He showeth his word unto Jacob. Now because of what he set it up to do, now he sent it to whom? Unto Jacob. Go on. His statue. His what? His, his statue. statue. Go on. And his judgment. His what? And, and his, his judgment. Go on. Unto Israel. Unto Israel. Israel. This is to you. Come. This is to the real Jews. Finish it for me. He have not hold, dealt hold. so. He has not dealt so. Read that real slow. I, I, want, I want to celebrate with that. Mm -hmm. He has not dealt so. Read. He have not dealt so. Mm -hmm. With any nation. And he says with any nation he hasn't dealt like that. Where are you picking up the Holy Scriptures? My book, my history, my lineage, my language. And you're claiming it to be yours. And you standing up and reading it and smiling up into the heavens like it's going to make some change in your life. It cannot change you because it was never made for you. Because we just read it there. And if anyone has trouble with it, then I think you need to take an English and grammar class because it's letting you know, read it again, sir. This is Psalms chapter 147 and verse 20. He have not dealt so. He has not dealt so, read. With any nation. And as Hold more. It. Did it say any nation? Come. I'm sorry to belay this point. It's just that some of you are still struggling with it. Consent some of your struggling. He has not dealt so how? With any nation. With any nation, go on. And as for his judgments. And as for his judgment. They have not known them. They have never known them. Praise ye the Lord. Praise yes, ye the Lord. They have not known them. They have not known them. Because no one was put in Egypt for X amount of years. Than us. No one was taken out of Egypt and reviled by the other nation but us. No one was brought to a point where they were scattered into the Africas but us. That's right. Who else? But us. But us, yes, sir. Yeah. And when you ask a so-called Jewish person what tribe you're from, they're like, uh, they don't know what tribe they're from. But we know what tribe we're from because how the prophecies of the scripture has shown how we will be disseminated throughout all of the earth. We know who we are. And many of our people are waking up to who they are. So let's get back. Let's read this. So we need to end on this part. But go ahead. First Maccabees chapter 1 and verse 42. Go on. And everyone shall leave his laws. So all the heathen agree according to the commandment of the king. Go on. Yea, many also of the Israelites. Of the who? Of, of the, the Israelites, Israelites. Go on. Consented to his religion. Read. And sacrificed unto idols and profaned the Sabbath. Read on. For the king had sent letters by messengers. Unto Jerusalem. Read. And to the cities of Judah. Go on. That they should follow the strange laws of the land. Go on. And forbid burnt offerings. So that to follow the strange laws of the land, forbid burnt offerings. Remember, 
We read earlier where it said the daily sacrifices was halted. Come. Read on. And sacrifice and drink offerings. Go on. And Slaki in the temple, and that they should profane the Sabbath. Go on. And festival days. And festival days. Because it meant that they were going to carry on and have sexual affairs in the temple of the Most High God. Go on. And pollute the sanctuary and holy people. Read. Set up altars and groves and chapels of idols. Read. And swine's flesh. Read. And unclean beasts. Read. That they should also leave their children uncircumcised. Take away the covenant. Go on. And make their souls abominable. With all manner of uncleanness go on. and profanation. And profanations go on. To the end they might forget the law. So you see that they might make their souls abominable with all uncleanliness. See? That's the abomination. Go on. And change all the ordinances and whosoever would not do according to the commandment of the king. Read. He said he should die. Read on. In the self-same manner wrote he to his whole kingdom and appointed overseers over all the people. Go on. Commanding the cities of Judah to sacrifice city by city. So we were forced and encouraged to do sacrifices which was abomination uh, um, by our hands that we should never have done. Go on. Then many of the people were gathered unto them to wit everyone that forsook the law. Now, the reason why it's used as a term for everyone that forsook the law, because as many as did, there are many of us who did not. Go on. And so they committed evils in the land. Read. And drove the Israelites into secret places. Read. Even wherever so, so lucky, where wheresoever they could flee for succor. Read. Now, the fifteenth day of the month, Calasio, in the hundred forty and fifth year, Read. they set up the abomination. They set up what? The, the abomination, abomination of desolation. Oh, desolation. This is the first. Come. This is the first. That's the first. And let's conclude that verse. Upon the altar and builded idol altars throughout the cities of Judah on every side. On what? On every side. On every side. So, what we're seeing, ladies and gentlemen, is in the world experience, especially now in this time of what's called the coronavirus period. Notice what's happening. They're setting it up that just like 70 AD, which was the second abomination, that the Roman soldiers would go from door to door and it was law for them to enter your house. It was law for them to do as they were commanded to do. Have you not noticed that the same Romans are setting up the same law again in this time to make it forcible rights for them to enter your house? 
and that they can take medical or do whatever they wish, sanctioned by their government, and they can hold you without any uh, withholding of the law and say, well, you're breaking the law by the, no, no, no. They can hold you as long as they wish for days, weeks, and months. We're living in that time. That final abomination of desolation is taking place now. And we are in the lead up to it. You're going to hear about the military laws that are going to be passed. There's going to be wars and more rumors of wars, race riots, and all of those things are going to take place. Bear in mind, bear this in mind. It tells us clearly here, ladies and gentlemen, that we are in the end of days. Bear in mind, this period leads us up to the 45 days which will lead us to what the scriptures say, the kingdom of heaven age. Don't be despaired and don't be weary in well-doing. For if you faint not in due season, you shall reap a harvest of blessing. So to many of you, I hope this food for thought, midweek the food for thought has, Encourage your spirit, and yes, we will go into a more in-depth teaching down the road. And again, for those of you that continue to support this ministry by your giving and your prayers, we thank you. And, and for some of you out there that have been very much a blessing in terms of giving us information to keep us in tune with what's going on, we want to encourage you to continue to do so. Do bear in mind, but those of you who live in, say, the Dallas area and you would like a place to go to, to study and to get more insights, we have a very well and able officer there. His name is Officer Yu. You can contact us on the website. His number is there. He can take your information and he would gladly uh, bring you to school and take you through the scriptures and be a part of what's going on in Dallas. We also have another very reliable brother over in San Antonio, Texas. His name is Elder Darrell Fields. His number's on the website. Just go and call him. He will welcome you with open arms and whatever study you need to do, he will take you through. And again, to our brothers and affiliates over in the UK, um, Brother Dominic, who has been a great blessing. Um, uh, he, in fact, is, is one, someone I've known for many, many years, another well and able uh, teacher who's out in Sheffield, as well as our brother Azariah in London. These men are able to take you through the scriptures and to give you all the support that you need. To all our willing sisters who continue to support this ministers, uh, not forget uh, Sister Bylaura in California, neither Sister Marcia Skinner over in Youngstown, Ohio. We give much praise for those individuals. Again, keep sending information that can help us stay ahead of the devil because we know that he's trying to take his people down. But the scripture says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. On behalf of us here in the New Millennium City Church, we say, Barakatha Yahweh, Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Shai, Salah. Okay, is, um, we're going to be covering 
an abridged version, not the full version, simply because it's too long to do today, but I, I just feel like I just want to touch it, uh, prepare us for down the road, and it's the abomination of desolation. The abomination of desolation. The abomination of desolation. That's the topical subject we're going to be covering today. Um, now, who among you have some idea about the abomination of desolation? Who among you can give me some, your understanding? Go ahead, man. Are you telling me or are you asking me? <laughs> All right, okay. All right, so before I answer that question, anyone else? Who can tell me about the abomination of desolation? Give me your own uh, 10 cents worth. Hopefully, you'll give me more than that. Who among you? Who? Much, right? that's, the, that's the sin. That's the sin that this country is going to be in. in, in nope. Okay. Let's let's uh, let's deal with what it says first, and then we'll go from there. Anyone, anyone else? All right. So okay. Now, in order for us to get some understanding of the abomination of desolation, we're going to do just a brief overview of it. This is just an abridged version. We will, in fact, do an in-depth, but this is um, uh, just a, something to whet our appetites, to get our brains focused and to move forward. For those who are joining us for the first time, we want to welcome you to our uh, midweek food for thought teaching. Midweek food for thought. This is how we get food for thought in order to feed us through the week. We hope that you're reading your scriptures every day, and those from near and far, even those over in the UK who are still up watching us, we we thank you for tuning in, and we hope that you will be blessed from the teaching today. Now, first of all, if you're making notes, please write down this. There are three abominations of desolation. There are three. Make a note. You, could, you will not remember. You'll tell me there are six down the road when I ask you, or seven, or, or so on. There are three. The first of them took place with Antiochus Epiphany. The second took place um, under the Roman uh, um, dominance uh, of 70 AD. And the third was prophesied by Yahawashai. He was speaking as it would be a signal to the end of an age, the end of time, the end of what is presently operating. It would show forth, it would, it would also show the destruction of the temple. Now that you have to be careful because in Christianity, there is this view that the Jews, so-called Jews, or the Jewish people, the pretenders, are going to build a temple. 
Now bear in mind, they have pulled together great sums of gold. They have built a menorah out of gold, and the menorah that they built out of gold, remember, because the menorah must not have no joints to it. You cannot join it. It has to be out of one piece. So that's one single piece that the menorah is made out of. So that kind of tells you what type of monies these people have. Because remember, the original menorah that Israel had, it was so huge that they needed um, a massive cart to put it on. And it needed at least 30 or 40 soldiers to pull it from the temple. That gives you an idea of how large it was and how weighty it was. And it was made out of one piece of gold, not one joint, not one addition. It was carved out because, remember, all these things are symbolisms of who Yahawashai is, whom the world usually calls Jesus. And what it means then is that the menorah brings light. It also has seven divisions. The central division of the menorah's six stands represents a type of Yahushua himself as the key individual of all of this. It also signifies the seven churches of Asia. And the seven churches of Asia represents the places where we as a people are dispersed to. The diasporas of us, we are in the seven churches scattered throughout Asia. Now, bear in mind, before the world was known as what it is today, most of it was called Asia. And before that, much of what the world was called before Asia was called, we call, we use the term Africa, but it's not Africa, but it wasn't Africa then, because Africa is the name of, 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 of a Caucasian man. Uh, but it was known by its ancient name. And so Canaan land spread it all over. And so here's the thing, that these seven stems to the menorah represents the seven churches where we as a people, we've been scattered to before it became known that we were scattered to the four parts of the world. But here's, here's my point that I guess I'm getting to. The menorah... And even though it's symbolic of, of, of light, it needs a man to maintain it. But Yahushai said, I am the light of the world, and therefore the light of Yahushai never goes out. So he used a natural thing to help us to understand a spiritual thing. He used a natural thing to help us know who we are and what we represent. And notice it's made out of gold, and gold is the, the material that signifies a type of divinity. Now, I notice some of you are not writing this down. And then when I say to you, what does gold represent, you won't be able to, to tell me. And then when I say, what is silver? Uh, well, silver means, deals with redemption. So gold, divinity, silver, redemption. So you've got to make notes, and you've got to make copious notes, ladies. Now, now, for you at home watching this, I hope that you are. I'm sure that you're great students. And forgive me if, I, if you hear me get a little bit belligerent with some of our, our men who are here. It's because we're, they, we're developing prophets. Huh. 
And you see, prophets have got to be hardened because when they go out onto the streets and they're going to be dealing with Mr. Worldly Wise who's going to come along. And so when we understand that there was a menorah and it represents light and that that those over in, in, in Israel now are making something to make to put it in the temple, they have misunderstood because the temple in that time represents you. You're the real temple. In that time, when the, when the temple is thrown down, it's not speaking about throwing down a real temple. It's speaking about you, Israel, being thrown down. And that's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's happened several times. But in the last time that, that Christ uh, prophesied this, the Amashiach, he was speaking about a us in a spiritual way, in a deeper way. So now, we understand that there are three what? There are three what? Abominations of desolation. See, just told you, he's still looking at me like I'm Alison in Wonderland. So now let's look further. The abomination is Esau. Esau makes all things desolate. And Esau is the one who will come back and always say that we will rebuild. Let's, let's go to Malachi chapter 1. Let's read verse 3 and 4. Let's put some scripture to this. All right. The book of Malachi, chapter 3, and chapter, verse, one, verse so like chapter 1, and verse 4. Verse 3 first. It reads, verse 3, it reads, And I hated Esau. I did what? And I hated Esau. Read on. And laid his mountains and his heritage waste. So he took his, his government mountains and his heritage, his lineage waste. Come. Go on. For the dragons of the wilderness. For the dragons of the wilderness. The dragons are speaking about, this is again, this is a dark saying. The dragon part that is speaking about here, that goes all the way back to the dark ages. Because it was during the dark ages that our people rose up and became great in the earth. But it was only for a limited period, just for a season, about a thousand years. But finish verse four. Whereas the dragons of Salaki for the dragons of the wilderness of the wilderness. That's an area we'll cover it some later date without touching that now. It'll lead us down a different rabbit hole. Go on. Whereas Edom saith, We are impoverished. We are impoverished, meaning we are without. Come. But watch the arrogance of Edom. But we will return. But he says what? But we will return. He says, we will return. That return that we see there points to the rebirth, which in history is called the Renaissance. The Renaissance period. So that just simply means rebirth. It's French for the word rebirth. Becoming alive again. Go on. And build the desolate places. And he will build back the desolate places, meaning the places that they lost to us during the dark ages, they're going to build it back. Build it more than one way, meaning to put their name on it as well. We're going to erase you from it, and we're going to put our name on there, and there's nothing you can do about it. 
Go on. So like he, thus saith the most high of hosts, they shall build. They shall what? They shall build. Go on. But I will throw down. But the most high God said they will build. Yes, they will. They will come back. They'll put it together again. But he said, in the process of time, I'm going to throw it all down. Go on. And they shall call them the border of wickedness. And notice what he said. These people, these people, he could have mentioned others, but he focuses on these people who said they are the borders of wickedness. Okay. Now, for those of you out there, again, who have a hard time with this type of teaching, let me, let me see if I can encourage your spirit. There are others, nations, that are also going to be subjected to this type of um, detriment. But he's speaking about the ringleader at this point. And that's why when you read Psalms 83, he makes a statement there. As he goes through the different nations, he begins with Edom. And then he goes through it by the order of who comes next. So this is not uh, me here, this prophet here, coming to you and saying, well, because I have a, a hatred. No, because originally, look, I grew up with them, and I come from a country where there's so many mixed um, race peoples, more than anywhere, maybe in Europe. So and so it's hard to, to, to not um, uh, become associated in, in that respect. So I am bringing this so that you get a full understand, and we're making this uncovered on both sides. And so when we read it now, it says they are the border of wickedness, and watch what it says next. Read. And the people against whom the Most High have indignation forever. So he says that these are the people that I have indignation. What indignation in plain simple English is hatred. I have hatred for them. And he doesn't say he has hatred for them for just a season or a short time. He uses the word forever. That's right. Now, again, I'm not the author of this. If you have a problem, take it up with him. Not with me. I'm just the mailman. I've come to deliver the mail. And so when we read this now, we have some understanding. Now, this is not the focus of our teaching. So now let's get to the crux of it by going to the book of Daniel, chapter 11. Daniel, chapter 11, if you please. Daniel, chapter 11. And I'm going to be, I'm not going to rush it because, again, this, this is just a, a, an abridged version. So even if I don't finish it, I'm going to teach it again in a more in-depth version down the road. But this is just to whet your appetite so that your all the the, the 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 pistons are going to be shooting in the right direction. So when you hear this again, it will help you to relate to what is being taught. Come? Uh, all right. So in Daniel chapter eleven, and let's begin, if you please, at verse thirty-one. The book of Daniel, chapter eleven and verse thirty-one. And arms shall stand on his part. Read. And they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength. So it says that there's going to be a pollution 
of what so? The Pusilaki, they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength. So the word pollution that is used in here, please make a note, means to defile. So they're going to defile. Okay. The arms that you that you read before, that's dealing with the forces, the armies, the powers. So the forces shall stand on his part, and they shall uh, defile, which is to pollute, the what? The sanctuary the of what? strength. The sanctuary of strength. Now, when it uses the word the sanctuary of strength, it means now it's dealing with uh, the place of, str of strength, means our fortress. Okay. The Lord Most High is our fortress. He builds a place of fortitude for his people. They're going to pollute it, our holy temple. Go on, sir. And shall take away the daily sacrifice. And what is he going to do? And Salaki, and shall take, take away, away the, the daily, daily sacrifice. sacrifice. Take away the daily sacrifices. Come. Which is very important. Which is the temple sacrifices. Because remember, daily sacrifices was done in the temple. That's right. And so when we continue now, it's, it says what? And they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. See that? So here is our first mention of the abomination that maketh desolate. Now, to, to get uh, further understanding of this, we have to understand a couple of things. Before we, I think we're going to shoot to the book of Matthew 24. But before we do this, the first abomination of, uh, uh, that was done, please make a note of this, this was done in the, uh, the third century, by the gentleman that I mentioned to you, which is Antiochus Epiphany. And it's Antiochus Epiphany the Fourth. So we have a good reference point in history. And it was done under the, or within the, uh, the dynasty of Lucius. Uh, Lucius, Lucius, uh, so Lucius, so Lucius. When we have that information down, when you go to do your fact checks and to tie it in with history, you'll be able to see where we're coming from with this teaching. Come? Come. All right. Now, in order to get further understanding, let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 24. And in Matthew chapter 24, we're going to begin reading at verse 15 to set the groundwork. Let's read. It's the book of Matthew chapter 24 and verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. Notice it said, when you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. Continue. Spoken of by Daniel the prophet. And it was spoken of by Daniel the prophet. The beautiful thing here is that the scriptures is trying to make you clear that it was spoken of. Beforehand, it was set in record because if he spoke it, it had to be written down for, for, for posterity's sake. Okay. And then those in the generation that would come would read it and know what is about to come. Now, we are now quite a few hundred years or a thousand years gone from that time. Yet we're reading it and read the last. Um, Close again. Slucky. 
and spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Go on. Stand in the holy place. Stand in the holy place. Go on. Whoso readeth, let him understand. So when you read this, you must have understanding. This is about to open you up to an area that if you don't allow your understanding to work on your behalf, you will miss it. This teaching here is one of the teachings that has been taught in uh, an, uh, a misleading fashion by many of the churches because they're trying to tie into a, uh, a, a what's, what do they call that, that man that they keep, that they made a, a movie about him called Damien, um, the Antichrist, right? Yes. Damien the Antichrist. Now, they, they, they try to tie this in to someone who is going to be born, who's going to be the Antichrist, become the leader who's going to stand up and uh, charismatically uh, influence the nations, not realizing that he's already here. Yeah. And he's been here, and he doesn't come by one person. He comes by a race of people. That's right. And they have been here, and they've been messing things up from the get. So when we see this now, it says, I'm going to read it over again from the top. It says, and when you therefore shall see the abomination of the desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Now, it could have just said Daniel and left it, but it made sure that it has written in there the prophet, so that there's no confusion here. The prophet, stand in the holy place. And whosoever readeth, let him understand. Then when we read verse 16, watch what it says now. Read. Verse 16. Then let them which be in Judah. Which be in Judah. Now it's speaking of, of Judea, which is the province which today they call Judea. They call it Palestine. But go on. Flee into the mountain. Flee into the mountains. Meaning to go over uh, the, the mountains, that borderline, and lead into what we call today Africa. So here's what I need you to make a note of, and you need to make a note of this. Everything that was prophesied here was not fulfilled. Part of it was, but not all of it. And so, when we look at Daniel now, Daniel speaks about two abominations, two abominations. Let's go back, if you please, and go to Daniel. Let's see if we can read the first. First one is found in Daniel chapter 11. Daniel chapter 11 and verse 31. We just read that, but let's go back to it again. Daniel chapter 11 and verse 31. We're going to read that. And just so that you're staying with me, the second one is in Daniel chapter 12. The second one is in Daniel chapter 12. Mm -hmm. Now let me see if I'm, if I'm uh, right, yes. The second one is in Daniel chapter 12. Now I'm going to slow it down just a little bit because I don't want you to miss this, okay? So here, when we're reading in Daniel chapter uh, what did I say? 11 and 31. Let's read it again, please. Daniel chapter 11 and verse 31. Go ahead. And arms shall stand on his part. Read. And they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength. Go on. 
and shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. Go on. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt. What? Shall he what? Shall he corrupt. Read. By flatteries. By what? By flattery. Is that not what um, America <laughs> loves to do? God. Notice that Trump still above a little act with that as well. He's a good man. He's a real good man. He, 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 he's, he's smart. He's a smart man. He, you know, it's, it's all garbage. Come. Go ahead. Let's read. Come. Flatteries, but. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Go on. And they that understand among the people. Stop. Now, the reason why that word needs to be underlined and forgive me for being overly redundant at this point, because I definitely want you to get this. We've got to understand the basics of it. Go back to uh, Matthew chapter 24. I'm going to keep on going back there until we all get it. So Matthew 24. And we're going to read, if you please, verse, um, verse 15 again. Matthew chapter 24, verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Read. Stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Let him what? Let, let him, him understand. understand. So understanding is important for you to get this. All right, so underline the word understanding there and precept if you like back to where you're just reading in Daniel chapter 11 and verse 33. Read again. Come, Daniel chapter 11, verse 33. And they that understand among the people shall instruct many. Shall do what? Shall instruct many. There are those who are of the prophet who must go and instruct many to understand the signs of the time. That you know who you are and what you what your heritage is, come. where you come from, what your language was, right. and, and, and whom you are. Uh, in society and the fact that even though they act like they like you they hate you for real <laughs> you're only good for entertainment That's right. you're good for laughter you're good to make them feel good but that's it you serve a purpose and no more mm. read on yet they shall fall by the sword read and by flame read by captivity read and by spoil Many days. Many days. Go on. Now when they shall fall, read, they shall be helped with a little help. With a little help. Now that little help that we're reading there takes place in First uh, Maccabees chapter 8. First Maccabees chapter 8. We're not going to read it all, but we're just going to touch it just so that you see that the little help was brought about here. So if you read just for, let's say, for instance, and I would encourage you to read it the entire chapter yourself. It will be very enlightening to you. Uh, let me read you some seven. Uh, okay. Read maybe the first four verses for me here, and then we'll jump around a little bit until we get to the end. Go ahead. Malachi, First Maccabees, chapter 8, and verse 1. Now Judas had heard of the fame of the Romans. This is Judas Maccabees. Go on. That they were mighty and valiant men. Go on. And such as would lovingly 
except all that join themselves unto them. Go on. And make a league of enmity with all that came unto them. Unto them. Now, in case you missed it, which I know some of you did, let's read it again. Come. Go on. And Judas heard. Come. Now, Judas had heard of the fame of the Romans. Of the Romans. Go on. That they were mighty and valiant men. They were mighty and valiant men. Go on. And such as would lovingly accept all that joined themselves unto them. So they accepted all that would join unto them. All right. Continue, sir. And make a league of enmity. And make a league of enmity. Read. With all that came unto them. And all that came unto them. This kind of lets you know that when you see these movies that show the Roman army and you're seeing all a bunch of Caucasian men, that's a lie. It's never been that way. Never been that way. Huh. Here is letting you know that many of our people joined their armies. That's right. And became military men and fought even against their own people. Yeah. Even today. Even in this day, come. Because what happens is, it's telling you that they joined and became enmity. And then when we read on, read up. Verse 2. And that they were men of great valor. Why? Because when we joined them, they now saw real valor. Go uh, on. It was told him also of their wars and noble acts. Go on. Which they had done among the Galatians. The Galatians. Good. And how they had conquered them and brought them under tribute. Read, sir. And what they had done in the country of Spain. Go on. For the winning of the mines of the silver and gold, which is there. So what's new? Going there and taking other people's gold Come. when we were in Spain. What's new? Come. Read on. Verse 4. And that by their policy. And patience. By their what? By their policy and patience. And they use policy and patience. Today we call it democracy. Come. Go on. They have conquered all the place. Though it were very, so lucky, very far from them. The kings also that came against them from the uttermost part of the earth till they had dis discomfited them. Good. And given them a great overthrow. Given them a great jump down to seven. Read. Verse seven. And how they took him alive. And Salaki. And took him alive. Salaki. And how they took him alive and covenanted that he and such as reigned after him should pay a great tribute. Go on. And give hostages. And that which was agreed upon. Agreed upon. Jump to nine. In verse nine. Moreover. I'm sorry. Read eight because again I need you to see the other countries. Go on. Come. Verse eight. In the country of India and Media and Lydia and of the goodliest countries which the, which they took of him and gave to King Amenus. Read. Moreover, how the Grecians had determined to come and to destroy them. Go on. And, and that they, having knowledge thereof, sent against them a certain captain, and fighting with them, slew many of them, Read. and carried away captives, their wives and their children, and spoiled them, 
and took possession of their lands and pulled down their strongholds and brought them to be their servants until this day. So now we're going to jump down to verse 18. But what you're seeing is a transition from Grecian to Roman. Come on. Now when we jump down to 18, let's read that just for a quick moment. I, I, I know I've gone off the subject just a little bit, just a little bit. I'm just trying to keep you involved in the history. Go on. Verse 18. And to entreat them that they would take the yoke from them. For they saw that the kingdom of the Grecians did oppress Israel with servitude. With servitude, you see. So they watched and saw what was going on and saw an opportunity that they could get in there and change the flow of the river. All right. So when we jump now to verse 25, I know I'm skipping heavily here, but hopefully you'll read it for yourself and get the full flow and flavor of this. Uh, in fact, let's read from verse 23. Go ahead. Verse 23. Good success be to the Romans. Read. And to the people of the Jews. Yes. See that? Yes. Go on. By sea and by land. Go on. Forever. The sword also and Emini Salaki be far from them. Uh, yes, go on. Verse 24. If there come first any war upon the Romans or any of their confederates, Throughout all their dominion, read the people of the Jews. The people of who? The people of the Jews. Read shall help. Shall what? Shall help them. Go on. As the time shall be appointed, with all their hearts. All their hearts. You see how we have sold ourselves out time and time and time and time and time again. This is what we've done. Now let's get back on track just a little bit. I just wanted to read that because I wanted to give you an idea as to how all of these things, the desolation affected us in a marked way. Now, let's go back, if you please, and let's read um, Daniel. Let's go to Daniel again. And let's read Daniel uh, chapter 12. Um, chapter 12, and let's, let's see if... We can, uh, let's, I'm kind of going another way. Let, let, okay, let's go from verse 9. Let's go from 9. Let's go from 9. It's the book of Daniel, chapter 12 and verse 9. And he said, go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. So here... Daniel is told that what you have just been exposed to in terms of the abomination of the desolation, you have, you're going to see part of it. We're going to show you part of it. First part, you understand how that took place with the Grecians. The second part of it with the Romans, and you kind of read some of the history here, how the Romans took over from the Grecians and our people willingly went to war with them and stood with them. Oh. That's why I went, remember, when you look in Europe, Europe didn't have all that many people. Right. So where is it going to get its man force from, but from the African nation, mm. where many of our people were scattered to? Oh. So they went all through Palestine, which was Judea, and also into Africa, and, 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 they, and they took our people. And we, well, why do you think uh, Cornelius 
that the scripture speaks about many people think that he's a white man when he really wasn't. He was, he was a Jew, not Jewish, he was a Jew who operated in the Italian band. So that helps you to get some kind of significance there, can't? Now when you see that now, and we go back and read, it says, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Now to understand that, you've got to jump to Revelations to understand more about that. But because I'm, I'm not going that way with you today, I'm just going to tell certain things. So read verse 10. Read for me. Daniel chapter 12 and verse 10. Many shall be purified and made white. And made what? And made, made white. white. Go on. And tried. And tried. So white here is not speaking about the literal color of someone being white. It's speaking about the, pure, the, 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 the purity of a person in terms of their spirit, their mind. And they drive towards who they are according to the scriptures. Go on. But the and wicked, by the way, the tribe means that they're going to go through much disaster. Go on. But the wicked shall do wicked. Shall do what? Shall do wicked. Go on. And none of the wicked shall understand. None of the wicked shall understand. Read. But the wise shall understand. But the wise shall understand. Now you can begin to see how it ties in with Matthew chapter 24 and what number, brothers? 15. 15. Right? Let me check it on you guys. All right. And also it ties in with Daniel chapter 11 and what? Chapter 11 and 31. No, 33. They that understand among the people shall instruct many. See? You think I don't know whether you're listening or not? Okay, so here it is. Let's read on. Read. Verse 11. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set and up. And the abomination that makes desolation. Go on. There shall be a thousand. Hold it. Now this you have to tread very carefully. It said there shall be what, sir? Salaki. And there shall be a thousand. Read. Two hundred. Read. And ninety days. One thousand two hundred and ninety days. Okay. Finish it. Come. Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days. Go on. But go thy way, Salaki, till the end be. Till the what? Till the end be. Till the end be. For thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. Now, and stand in thy lot, meaning you are going to stand again in your lot, you'll be here again to see what is happening. That's a cut right there for those who don't believe in regeneration. Serious cut. That's a, that's a slash slash. Now, to go further with this, let's go to Revelations chapter 11 and verse 11. We're going to come back here. Um, yeah, uh, before we... Let me just, let me just check something. Just bear with me just a quick minute. Uh, let me just see, see this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, 
So just, just, so, just so to help you make a little bit sense of that, back in Daniel chapter 12 and verse 3, it says, But go thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot 